and welcome to Deconstructing Damsels. And I'm sorry for the echo, but I had to come to the library to uh, make this podcast because I have way too many cats at home and not enough space to keep them quiet. So Deconstructing Damsels is kind of an adventure about reading romance and overcoming the occasional need to spork my eyes out because there will be some not so nice ones. Sorry, not everything is positive. There are some things that I've read that just make me want to like scream. And for me, uh, to deconstruct the damsels is to take them apart, take down the heroines, break them up, and talk about them versus some of the romance sometimes. Because there are some times when you just simply don't need to talk about it. Because to me, the more interesting thing is the women that are created to become that heroine, that person that you want to like really know. And that's a strong woman. And I don't mean that in the literal, like, strong woman sense. But I mean it in a way that kind of represents what I consider to be strong. Which is someone that's either physically strong, emotionally strong, mentally, you know, um, paranormally (laughs) strong. But also people that are just strong in their convictions of who they are. You know, something that you find, like, a lot in, like, Tessa Dare heroines or Kelly Armstrong, like, you can't tell me Eve's not strong. So the idea is just to kind of create and, and talk about women that stand up for themselves. And I think that's really super important, especially when I'm reading a romance, because I'm a character-based reviewer when I reviewed Once Upon a Time. And it was always about how are these characters interacting? How are these women interacting? How are the men interacting? And for me, that's the most important element, which is why deconstruction dambles exist. So this has been a podcast in a long time coming. I wanted to do it about a year and a half ago, but I just did not have the mindset. And I also stopped, you know, reading for a while because I go through phases where I read romance and then I don't. I read romance or anything at all and then I don't because sometimes I get a little bit too lost in that. So the idea is to kind of create a better reality for, for me. Um, instead, I opened up Wild Pantheon Press, which is kind of on hiatus now, but the idea was to give women a voice by women for women because I get tired of reading things like on Bustle and stuff like that where it's always men talking about women's experiences, and that's kind of the opposite of what reality is. And then in the meantime, I also created a recipe website But the whole GDPR, Euro Euro law thing has just kind of screwed me over there. So it's kind of taking me a little while to figure out what I can and can't do because I have to use different plugins. And so that's kind of on a short hiatus as well. And in the meantime, I'm like, well, I like to read. I like to break down characters. Why not do what I enjoy the most? Because once upon a time, I was known as Hale's Tales. And I, again, I would review books and, you know, a lot of them were freebies because at the time I was broke, like even paying fines at the library broke was too much. So I'd just read the Amazon freebies and kind of pass them along and see if I liked them, didn't like them, stuff like that. But I was like, well, that didn't really appeal after I was in college for a while because I just did not have time. I was an interdisciplinary English major, which means I was taking everything I could possibly take and was writing papers about women until I was blue in the face. So I kind of needed a break from that. And so I've just kind of enjoyed my own little reality for a while, but I wanted to come back to reviewing because I actually like it.
I like breaking things down and I'm an academic at heart. Like there's a reason why my fiance calls me <laughs> the research queen because even these notes, guys, I have notes for this simple introduction. <laughs> I have notes for like everything. My notes have a table of contents. Yes, yes they do because that's just how like academic-y I am sometimes. Not always in the terms, but in how I break things down. That started in 10th grade when a teacher taught me how to make bullet point notes and I've loved her ever since. Um, some of my other favorite characters are people like uh, Jen from Jennifer Eastep's Elemental Assassin series. Oh my God, I love Jen. I've got to get back into reading those, but oh, I love Jen. She's such a badass. Um, I like the fact that like she and you've got like Mercy Thompson, who I've only read like the first like six in that series right now because again, I took a break. And then Eve, again, from Kelly Armstrong's Otherworld series, like, these are all women that are, like, powerful in their own right, and they don't run from it. But they're not the only ones that I read. Like I, like I said before, I love Tessa Dare. I love Courtney Milan. Um, I, I really enjoyed her Duchess. No, the Governess. The Governess, that was the name of it. I like the Governess. It's been a while. Pardon me. But I've actually used it to talk to my teachers with when I was taking English classes because I was like, these are the kind of stories that we need to be reading. And so it really paid off for me. The topics for the podcast, that's going to be a little bit interesting because it's going to talk about not only their, their traits and what makes them cool, badass, where they're like the trope is or like where the little niche is, but it's also going to talk about their friendship circles. It's going to talk about like family stuff. It's not just about the romance. It's that's very important, but it's not the only one. And also like if there's any things that I think relate back and forth and stuff like that. So I, I, I kind of want to create a little community in that way. I like to kind of make a little social diagram of my own in my own way. Romance is, important don't get me wrong because I love romance but I don't just like sex I like the the little teasings that you get out like the verbal foreplay the banter I mean there's a reason why Benedict and Beatrice are my favorite characters of all time when it comes to that whole relationship like um, I was reading the Duchess deal Tessa Dare the other day and I really really loved the the play and the banter and stuff like that. So we'll probably, that's definitely on my to be reviewed list at some point too. Um, but the idea is to create strong connections and strong, powerful things that make me want to go, ah, yes. And then anything else that strikes my fancy, it could be something like their catchphrase, my fair Lily. Lily's favorite catchphrase is crumpets. And when I do the review, I'm going to talk about that because it absolutely made me laugh. You know, it kind of stuck out to me. And then I have a couple of subgenres that I, I will probably be reviewing most. And that's a paranormal romance. I actually took a, a class on that in college and I wrote a paper on the rise of the alpha heroine, which had um, Elaine Wilkes and Janine. I'm going to say that wrong, Frost, and they let me interview them. So I like that kind of stuff. I enjoy those kind of women. I enjoy the power, and it kind of come, falls in with the the UF, too, because I love urban fantasy as well. Sometimes they kind of cross over. It just depends on sometimes where they put them on the shelf in stores and libraries. And I enjoy the paranormal humor. People like Linda Wisdom, Gary Bartlett, Mary Janice Davidson, Michelle Bardsley, like, and 
I like how they can all kind of you can imagine them in each other's little world. Like uh, I can, I, I can't really see Queen Betsy as a scholar, but she'd definitely fit in with like the Broken Heart Oklahoma series. And Glory St. Clair would definitely be able to join them, you know, because she just has zero fucks to give. And Fred the Mermaid would probably get along really well with Jazz Tremaine. I can just see those two really hitting it off, getting annoyed by people. But there are certain books that I won't cover. See, there goes my pages turning. Okay, so I won't discuss rape or non-consensual sex. I I won't. I don't read them. I don't care. I have no interest. These are not anywhere near my my areas of expertise. It kind of makes me rage and rage I shall if I ever have to read them again because mm, V.C. Andrews was an interesting experience as a kid. I'm also not really a fan of J.R. Ward. I know a lot of people are. I wasn't. I read the first book and it... No. I had so many consent issues reading that book that I just could not... I was just be glad. I was glad to be done with it when I was reading it for my class. And I don't like things like thirty-year age gaps. I just I don't. I, it really offsets my icky factor because there's such a weird power dynamic and power balance that's off there. And then I, I don't like anything that's like Fifty Shades. I didn't like Sylvia Day's Afterburn series. A stalker isn't romantic. They're not cool. They're not someone that I want to care about. I just want to get rid of them, to be honest. And, you know, it just it, there's certain things that just really don't work for me as a person. But I can probably tell you about me now as a person versus a reviewer. So my name is Jessica Hannon, and I'm usually found on Twitter under JessicaHannon81. And of course, I'm on Damsel's podcast as well. Um, I'm very vocal, very opinionated. I've got all the opinions in the world, and I will probably tell them to you, especially with the podcast. Just expect that. It's part of the whole routine. Um, I'm an, like I mentioned, I'm an absolute academic nerd. I mean, I wrote a paper about the the erosion of women's rights in the in the Weimar Republic on my own because I didn't like any options that I saw in my nationalism class. I also wrote about prostitution and the Renaissance era in Venice and how that impacted art. Um, you name it, I've probably covered it. If it's a woman's issue or if it's something that has to deal with women, I've more than likely written it. It's just kind of what I do. And this podcast will definitely not be PG. It's just not. I cuss. I don't realize I do it half the time. I can't do it at work, so I kind of get it out when I'm not at work. There will probably be a lot of fucks thrown around, and that's okay. I'm not against it. I'm just letting you know. That should give you kind of an idea of where I stand on things. Um, I'm kind of who I am on Twitter is who I am in real life. I'm not really a fan of not being anyone but myself. It took a really long time to accept myself, and I'm not going to let someone tell me that I'm not important. If you guys want to follow me on Twitter, (laughs) I highly recommend it. And I'm not saying that because hubris, but it's just because I follow a lot of really smart people and I retweet them a lot. And I think everybody should retweet someone that's smarter than themselves because it creates a better dialogue. Um, As you can tell, I was a journalist for quite a while because I'm used to looking at experts and asking their opinion instead of making my own opinion sometimes. I hope you guys like the podcast. It's going to be different. It's going to be interesting. Well, I don't know how different because everybody is different, but it's going to be different for me, for what I usually do. And I'm kind of going to kind of get used to it because I used to have a podcast and it didn't go so well. Well, no one listened to it, I should say. But if you have any questions or you guys want to get in contact with me, you can hit up um, damselspodcast at gmail.com for email. 
or hit me up on Twitter because that's probably going to be your best bet to find me because I can check that throughout the day. Same with email because my phone's on me at work all the time. If you want to rate anything, (laughs) that would be great, but it really doesn't do anything for me because this is just a hobby. Just, you know, let me know what you think. I I like hearing feedback. I like knowing what I can do something better, but please be constructive. (laughs) Thank you. Music released by Josh Woodward, Crazy Glue Instrumental, and thank you.